Allison here from the Mystery History Podcast. We want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. We are going to be releasing a freebie episode this week. Um, This is actually one of our Patreon episodes that you can go on to patreon.com and join our $2 or our $5 tier, which is all where all of these episodes are located. We have 65 of them available, Um, but it's Christmas. It's the time to give. So we're going to give you a freebie episode on Lorena Bobbitt and we hope you enjoy. Thanks guys. are the mystery history podcast i'm allison i'm rachel welcome to episode patreon episode 52 on john and lorena bobbitt yep you might hear me call her lorraine you might hear me call her lorenda i've got some issues today she's been saying her name wrong for like a month (laughs) i have but lorena just so everybody knows is the correct term here name yes (laughs) that's right so yeah this was a big deal back in the day in the 90s yeah I remember enough about this I remember a little bit about this I don't know the details so I'm kind of excited for this episode it's a doozy I mean she's a badass bitch I'm just gonna start it out with saying that yeah she is like I, mean, I know what she did i'm i'm excited whoop. to get like the nitty gritties of the story because i remember what happened but i don't remember or have ever known like the details so all right well why don't you get us started on these folks let's so lorena lenore gallo was born in bouquet ecuador in 1969 She grew up in Caracas, Venezuela with two younger siblings. Her father was a dental technician and the family led a middle-class life. So regular, normal family life. Lorena was was gifted a trip to the U.S. for her quinceanera. 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 That looks like it's spelled wrong to me. Probably is. Yeah, I don't know. Well, while on this trip, she fell in love with the country. Her family attempted to migrate, but they were denied. But Lorena was able to obtain a student visa. To earn money in the States, she worked as a nanny and later found a job at a nail salon. In 1988, Lorena met John, who was a U.S. Marine, at a club for enlisted men. At the Hmm. time, Lorena was going to school at Community College in Virginia. What kind of club was this? Probably like a sexy club. Like a dance club? Like a sexy club. For military men? Probably. Probably a strip club. Was she working? No. No? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. It was a club for enlisted men. Like a VFW? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Well, at the time, she was going to school at Community College in Virginia. John and Lorena started dating, and he was her first boyfriend. They were married on June 18th, 1989. Ooh, that was fast. Very fast. When Lorena, yeah, like super quick, like a year, if that. Uh, Lorena was 20 
and John was 22. A few weeks after their wedding, John became violent and hit her when she yelled at him for driving recklessly when they were turning home from a bar. Per Lorena, the violence increased and never stopped. John would strike and rape her often. Arguments would arise on her questioning him for spending money or letting people stay at their apartment without asking, which is valid. All of that. All of those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just going to chime in right now and say that she is a badass bitch. These are all the details I need to know. She is. (laughs) She's a badass bitch. I tell you what. And I'm sure like for her coming from Ecuador going to this enlisted you know she's always wanted the the american dream finding this man who is in the military who is attractive to her <laughs> to her i don't think he is <laughs> i don't but, either um but i see yeah you right. know it's like the life that she wanted yeah she's living the american dream that she wanted until mm-hmm. until he these started things being a started happening yeah A while later, Lorena got pregnant and John forced her to get an abortion. Terrible. She said when she went to the clinic, he ridiculed her about how the procedure would kill her. That's terrifying. So she, he wasn't giving her emotional support or physical, like nothing. He was just putting her down any chance he could get. Yeah. And he was giving her the opposite of emotional support there because I'm sure you're already in an emotional state needing help and then like to be like this is gonna kill you like what and I don't necessarily think that she wanted I think she wanted to have the baby well it says so right he forced there. her to do yeah. it so I mean so if right she there didn't want to yeah yeah like she's in a spot so John left the Marines in 1991 and Lorena who still worked at the nail salon became the couple's only income Because of the bad financial situation they were in, she stole from her employer because they were unable to keep up on their mortgage payment for the home they purchased in 1990. She would also steal dresses from stores because she wanted to look pretty for her husband and stop him from seeing other women. Yeah. So he was always cheating on her, wasn't working, was drinking all the time. He was just a terrible person, really. Yeah. the police were called to the Bobbitt's home on multiple occasions. In February 1991, John actually pleaded to uh, pleaded guilty to assault and battery, but the charges were dismissed after he agreed to go through counseling. Throughout their whole, or I'm sorry, the, the couple separated actually after that incident in October of 1991, uh, but they got back together a year later. In 19... 19- 93 in April, they moved into an apartment in Manassas. On June 21st, 1993, Lorena began filling out the paperwork to file for a protective order from John. So it seemed to be just escalating. That's a lot to take in. And she didn't have any family here because her family was all in Ecuador. You know, she had some friends, but she probably didn't feel like she really had any place to go. What, so she's citizen at this point? Mm, I think she got married. Through, yes. Yes. Ooh, I wonder and that was that another works. point. And we'll talk about that a little later, but that was oh, another okay. thing. 
that she was she had a green card because she was married and you know mm-hmm. yeah so, yes. that makes that makes things even more difficult like an added layer to the fact that it's hard to leave when that kind of situation is going on mm-hmm. but I mean that was quick though like he pleaded guilty then they separated then they got back together then she's filling out paperwork for a protective order against him like yeah and I I hate that you can just go to counseling after beating the dog crap out of somebody like how is that even an option (laughs) I mean I would understand I guess if it was like a heat of the moment type situation there was nothing abuse wise in the past and it was just like and not even maybe against your wife or your husband but maybe like a friend you know maybe you guys are drinking you guys get in a scuffle and then you go to court and you plead down and go to counseling for your anger management but if this is like a continual thing and obviously it is because then she filed for a protective order yeah, counseling isn't going to do anything there yeah I know that's what I'm looking at. Just like if you put your hands on somebody, like going to counseling is not going to like fix that in just like a blink of the eye. Right. Like that's not. Especially with their history. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So throughout their whole relationship, John has denied being abusive. And his version, Lorena was very jealous and was the one who hit him. He would only strike at her when he was protecting himself. John's attorney said that Lorena getting an abortion was both of their decisions. He also said that the, that Lorena was mad at him because he planned to divorce her, which put her green card at risk. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. In 1993, Lorena denied that her marriage took place because she wanted to stay in the country. So she wasn't because people were saying that she was just trying to marry John so that she could get a green card and that, you know, that was all that she wanted him for. Mm -hmm. So now she's trying to tell them, no, I didn't just marry him because I wanted to stay in the country. I married him because I loved him, Mm -hmm. obviously, because she keeps staying with him through this terrible situation. Yeah. She told Vanity Fair, I thought John was very handsome. Blue eyes, a man in uniform, you know. He was almost like a symbol, a Marine, fighting for the country. I believed in this country. I was swept off my feet. I wanted my American dream. Oh, And that's not, I mean, just because she wanted an American dream doesn't mean that she married him just to get it. You know, like. Yeah. No, but so, she saw him as like the, like she said right there, he was almost like a symbol. Yeah. Like this is, I mean, he is the like American dream, mm-hmm. right? Like right. a military man, handsome, blue eyes, you know, the whole package there. Yep. And that's what she wanted, but that's not what she got. Right. Yeah. So let's uh, fast forward a little bit. June 23rd, 1993. This is all, and this is all very difficult because it's all a he said, she said thing. Okay. So this is according to Lorena. We're already in the, he said, she said like, yeah, I mean, it's, that's all it is. Correct. Yeah. So it's hard to know exactly the facts because it's always, there's a rebuttal. Um, Mm -hmm. But according to Lorena in the early hours of the morning, John had come home drunk and raped her in their apartment. 
After the attack, she went to the kitchen to get a drink of water. And she spotted a knife in the kitchen where they are housed. That's where knives usually are, yes. Yes. She grabbed it and went back to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. When she went back to the bedroom, John was sleeping. She took the knife and then she just cut his penis off. I just said it. <laughs> That's just what she did. Cut it right off. Right off. Oh my gosh. So she freaked out. How do you, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's sleeping. I yes. don't know. I'm just picturing this story. How do you get into the right spot to actually like hack it off? She figured it out. Like she just pulled it up and was like, probably. Yeah. I mean, I would assume what you'd have to do it pretty quick. Was this? Must have been the biggest one. I mean, sharp. sharpest, sharpest one. I don't have any knives in my kitchen that I'm going to like clean slice off a wiener. I don't think. I don't know, but she did it. Crazy. So she was in shock, obviously. She was still holding the knife and his penis. And she ran to the car and she drove away from the apartment building. Probably a good choice on her part. Get away from him. Yeah, because he's happy. Yes. She tossed the penis into a field before stopping at a friend's house. After her friend pleaded with her, Lorena called the police and told them what she had done and where she had thrown the penis. Oh my gosh. Is that what you would do? Thrown out the window? I'd probably run over that shit. If I ran to your, imagine if I came to your house and I was like, oh dude. After I gave you a high five, I'd be like, okay, wait a minute. We got to figure this out. (laughs) You would make me call the police? Probably. I probably would too. (laughs) Because it it would be best for you to try to be the first one. I did this. I lost my mind, whatever. Correct. Yeah. I think I would convince you also. Yeah. That that's your best course of action. (laughs) But I'd want you to have had destroyed it first. Like... So it was reattachable. Yes. <laughs> police located John's penis. Could you imagine these police officers just like walking in a field looking for a dick? Looking for a dick, just hanging out. I mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and like, John was. You couldn't, you couldn't be that specific, right? If it's a field. So, you know, they're like search and rescuing this shit. Well, you're lucky that like a freaking bird, a hawk. Didn't come and steal that shit and run away with it. Feed it to its baby birds. So many things could have happened. <laughs> really. It really could have. So um, John was rushed to reattachment sur- surgery so that they could sew it back on. The operation took nine and a half hours. Could you imagine all like the blood vessels and stuff like that that would be oh, yeah. required? That would be a job. Yeah. Uh, Lorena was taken to the same hospital and she had a rape kit done because she said that he had raped her. Right. Lorena was arrested the night of June 23rd. She told police that he always has an orgasm and he doesn't wait for her to ever have an orgasm because he's selfish. I mean, I get it. Right. I mean, I would Um, probably do the same thing. Yeah. That comment made her look like 
a petty little well shit. and if if she's saying that he raped her and then saying basically he didn't let me finish yeah that that's looks not weird. really that doesn't line up does it but you're right right huh well that conversation was taped by detective peter wines and the transcript was read in court doesn't look good for her then no no it's a bad Very look good. yeah it's a bad look that makes sense during the trial, the couple had to reveal details of their volatile relationship and all of the events that led up to the assault. Lorena claimed that John was sexually, physically, and emotionally abusive during their marriage. She said that he flaunted the fact that he cheated and forced her to have an abortion. Her defense attorneys said that because of the constant abuse, it caused her to snap because she was suffering from clinical depression and had a possible bout with PTSD due to the abuse. John, of course, denied allegations of abuse, but when he was cross-examined, gave some conflicting statements that were known facts, which weakened his case. Yeah, so he just had going all himself. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Lorena testified that John had raped her and physically battered her on multiple occasions prior to the night of the assault. She said that they lacked financial stability and he stole her earnings from the nail salon and spent it. Both sides showed that John did have a history of abuse toward her and this created a motive for the assault. Eyewitnesses from both the prosecution and the defense had testimonies that said he had mentally and physically battered her that the abuse was escalating and by 1993 she lived in constant fear of him that if the defense strategy emphasized her actions as being a mix of self-defense and temporary insanity constituting irre irre irrefutable impulse to do the history or due to the history and pattern of the abuse and rape so pretty much she just snapped lost her shit cut his dick off ran away and threw it outside Threw it out yeah. the freaking window. Whoop. Wow. <laughs> like what? Do you like, do you fling it or do you just like roll it or what do you do? Oh, I'm sure she just flung it like, yeah. like a cigarette, like a spent <laughs> cigarette. Put it in between your fingers and just pop it. Like it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. One expert witness testified that Lorena believed and was immobilized by John's threats. He would tell her, I will find you whether we're divorced or separated. And whenever I find you, I'll have sex with you whenever I want to. So he was like freaking uh. stalkerish too, like letting, making sure she was living in fear no matter where she was. Yeah. I mean, oh, he sounds creepy. John was later acquitted by a jury of nine women and three men of rape. He had multiple versions of what had happened that evening, saying they hadn't had sex, that she wanted sex, but he was too tired, that they had had sex, but he had slept through it, and that the sex was consensual. Get your story straight, John. I know. Like, I mean, it was one or the other. Yes or no? Say, Yeah. Like, how hard is that? After seven hours of deliberation, the jury found Lorena not guilty due to insanity, causing an irre irresistible impulse to sexually wound John, which meant she could not be liable for her actions. So they said she was crazy. Mm -hmm. I like that. 
under state law, the judge ordered her to undergo a 45-day evaluation period at Central State Hospital in Petersburg, Virginia, and after completing that, she would be released. So really a slap on the hand, like don't cut any more dicks off. Yeah, and just like a quick check to make sure like she was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Huh. In in 1995, after six years of marriage, John and Lorena filed for divorce or finalized their divorce. And I feel like after you do that, Wait. there's really no saving it. Yeah. Can we back up? This happened in 1993. I Yeah. But the trial and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they were probably separated but it was finalized well, in 95. Well, I'm sure they were separated. Yeah, that took a minute. That's a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you think that you would be like, as fast as possible, get right. me away from this person. <laughs> right. So so basically, to just summarize it, John was not convicted. Right. Lorena was not convicted. Not convicted, yeah. So like nobody so did hard time sleep. here. Yeah, no. So let's talk about what happened to John after okay. this whole incident occurred. Okay. Cause this was big, big news back in the yeah, 90s. Super. I mean, how old were we? Like nine? I remember yeah, hearing, I don't know if I heard about this when it happened. I did not. But all somebody had to tell me is she threw his dick out the window. And I'm like, let me read that shit right now because that right. is interesting. <laughs> but no, I was set. We were seven. When this happened. Okay, well, I'm sure I didn't know about it when it happened. No, then, but I've definitely heard about it since. Yeah. So, so it was after, big news. Yeah, it was big news. And there is a documentary that recently came out that I watched that kind of re-sparked this, but we'll talk about that. So after the incident, John attempted to generate money by perf- by forming a band called the Severed Parts, which is kind of funny. Oh gosh. Um, to pay for his <laughs> medical and legal bills obviously the band was not successful because we've never heard of them did he get enough money to pay for his medical and legal bills he's still he's still trying so because of the media attention around the case there was a lot of gimmicks um including howard stern actually had him on his show in 1993 for their new year's eve special and fundraised two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, trying to chip away at john john's outstanding cost of his surgery that's a lot yeah so i don't know how much i don't know how much it was but i doubt he had insurance because he wasn't working so probably like interesting because are you i'm a little bit surprised that lorena wasn't forced to pay that yeah like responsible Mm -hmm. for the surgery fees that he had to pay for it when he's the one that got his wiener cut off like Uh that's interesting that that's how that worked out i'm glad it did because me too but (laughs) maybe it was not a uh life or death it was a cosmetic surgery at that point (laughs) is that a cosmetic no you could just get like a bag you can like insurance will pay for stuff if you're like uncomfortable, you know? So like, it's not like insurance would have paid for that if he had insurance. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't imagine he did at the time. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. In September, 1994, he appeared in the adult film, John Wayne Bobbitt uncut. <laughs> 
Did you watch it? No. <laughs> Are you going to? I'd like to just see a snip of it. He's probably he's just such an ass. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good. In 1996, he appeared in another adult film called Franken Penis. Wow. He's really trying to ride this. This might have been Doing the best. what he can. This might have been the best thing that ever happened to him. Oh, as long as he got his medical bills paid off, then yeah. maybe he's like, yeah, could mm. be making some money off of this. I couldn't imagine they did very well. No, probably not. I mean, uh, who, who, who's going to like pay for that? Yeah. They Nobody. probably just want to see what it looks like, like a reattached, how yeah. that works. But I don't know. Did he get full, like, uh everything back there i would assume yes like everything works fine i would assume if he was in two porns everything's working fine <laughs> i don't uh, know well then huh, or maybe that's why they call it franken penis because it doesn't work good i don't know well, i'm sure there's like scars on there so that would be why yeah but huh and then in 1994, he was charged for striking Christina Elliott, who was a 21-year-old exotic dancer of the former. Oh, she used still to be. a dick, I see. <laughs> yep. And he met uh, her in Las Vegas on a pub publicity tour. August 31st, 1994, he was convicted of battery and served 15 days in jail. Justice of the Peace William Jansen told Bobbitt, I firmly believe you have an attitude problem. Your attitude problem is caused by your drinking. So he's an alcoholic for sure. He was yeah. whenever he was with Lorena. And obviously this has just changed people that he's abusing now. So yeah, just, still, still doing the same old mm -hmm. shit basically. Yep. August 10th, 1998, he appeared on WWE's Monday Night Raw, where he was featured as Val Venus. He then moved to Las Vegas, where he worked as a bartender, limo driver, mover, pizza guy, and tow truck operator. Jack of all trades. Yeah. He also served at a wedding chapel as minister at the University Life Church. Goodness. That's a mess. He's just doing anything that he possibly can. You know what? At least he's working. That's true. That's true. Not for Better. very long, it appears, because no. he's got so many, but you have 45 him. jobs in a year. <laughs> in 1999, John received probation for his role in a sore theft in Nevada. Nevada. Um, in 2003, he was sentenced to prison for violating his probation on another theft from 1999. He oh. then was arrested for battery charges involving his then wife, Joanna Farrell. He was again twice arrested for charges of battery against her in 2004. That same year, they filed for a divorce under the name John W. Farrell, which he took from her whenever they married, because I'm sure John Bobbitt just followed him around like the plague and he mm -hmm. was done with his porn stuff by then, I guess. Yeah, apparently. In 2014, he broke his neck in a car accident in Buffalo, New York. But he's still alive. Hmm. Hmm. So 
it's actually kind of nice to see the progression. He's having a rough go and he is a jerk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so now we can talk about Lorena and what happened to her. So she became a U.S. citizen in 1994. Good for Good you. For mm -hmm. She did some appearances in South America that she collected money from, but rejected a $1 million offer she received to pose for Playboy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'd have I'd done it. Not going to lie. Yep. $1 million? She earned her living like every other hardworking American, which is what she wanted as a cosmetologist, an admin assistant, and a real estate agent. So she didn't move around as much, had a trade thing going on. I bet the real estate agent thing was good for her. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I bet. After the trial, she attempted to keep a low profile and changed back to her maiden name of Gallo. In 1996, she made a visit to Ecuador where she met the president, Abdallah Bukaram, for an official dinner. Sometime later, the two would baptize a child as godmother and godfather. Buckaram was criticized for having dinner with Lorena. Yeah, huh. so I guess he invited her to this, like, event, yeah. this official dinner. And she kind of got roped into being a godmother to this child and baptize baptizing them. So oh, goodness. It kind of <laughs> escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big commitment. I would want yeah. to think about that for a minute. <laughs> yes. So December 1997, uh-oh, mm. she was charged with assault for punching her mother, Elvia Gallo, as they watched television. She was later acquitted of the assault, and her mother continued to live with her. Maybe that's, she was just, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait. Odd. <laughs> wait a second. Maybe That's just a lot. Some, obviously, it wasn't bad enough because her mom kept living with her. Well, yeah, but like, so maybe she has some anger issues too. Right. I couldn't imagine punching my mother because no. I'd be murdered by her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nor could I imagine punching her, anyways, because she's lovely. But. That's, I mean, that's an interesting little turn of events, mm -hmm. according to me. Yep. In 2007, she was working at a beauty salon in Washington, D.C. and founded Lorena's Red Wagon, which is an organization that helps prevent domestic violence through family-oriented activities. So she's trying to make a positive out of her life. Yeah. Trying to make some positive things happen out of there. Good. June 2008, she appeared on CBS's The Early Show and talked about her life since the incident. In the interview, she said she had a long-term relationship with Dave Bellinger, and they had a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Olivia, who was born in 2005. Though she sometimes calls Dave her husband, they have never been officially married. And then... And, in, oh, yep, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. So in February 2019, Amazon released Lorena, which was a four-part docu-series produced by Jordan Peele. Hey. Yeah, it's hey. a good one. Yeah, about the incident, which has interviews with both John and Lorena. John is still a douchebag to this day. Is he that a is. Quote? Is that a quote from no, somewhere? That's from, or did that's you from me. That? <laughs> that's from me. He is a complete douchebag. Um, have you seen his penis? No. Did you look it up? 
Oh yeah. I did a quick little googly googly search. Yeah. And like the second image search from John Bobbitt penis is yeah. his penis. Huh. That was cut off. Like there's a picture of it, oh, like just not laying attached. in the streets. Severed oh penis. Yeah. Um, not not a lot. Not <laughs> a lot to work there. with. Nope. <laughs> She's unimpressed. <laughs> Maybe if uh oh my. Yeah, have yourself a little Google there. <laughs> wow. Huh. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. No wonder she was mad. Yeah, that's not. Hmm. Well, maybe he and then got. He was in porns. Maybe he's a grower, know. not a shower. <laughs> I don't know. Let's hope. Let's hope for, for everyone. For everyone's sake. Huh. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't check that out. Like that's the first. No, I did I'm like. I'm going to Google this and see what I can find. Actually, I was kind of looking to see if I could see it like reattached, which I guess I'm just going to have to do on private mode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Huh. If I can find something, but yeah. Interesting. Indeed. I had a very different vision for, for what a severed penis looked like. Me too. I thought it'd be bigger. Bigger. (laughs) but here we are both stunned so disappointed if you ask me (laughs) yeah seriously check it out if you guys want to it's not a lot going on you just have to do a google search it's nothing she definitely did a little flick (laughs) yeah yeah it's not there wasn't much to probably would have yeah hmm well there you have it folks yeah that's like my sources i went to biography.com and wiki i really highly suggest that amazon uh docuseries it was really good and that's how i know that john is still a douchebag because he's totally a douchebag in the interviews yeah and i synced it for myself synced it yeah direct quote john is still a douchebag to this day yep (laughs) so perfect well, we hope you all liked this episode. Highly suggest yeah. the googly goog of uh Yeah, just check it out. I mean, it's definitely surprising. Not working with a lot. Tell you that. No. Mm-mm. No wonder he couldn't get his money back and pay for his bills. Yeah, you'd feel like they'd uh, cut that surgery money in half. There wasn't a lot to attach. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Well, have a lovely day week, you evening. you guys yeah have a great time <laughs> we will see you next week with more disturbing facts probably probably all right yeah, for sure <laughs> yeah all right have a good week and we'll see you next time bye bye